My talking shop family was good. You already know what's going on, man. It's your boy Saf. You already know it's always a pleasure to be on here with y'all boys, man. Shout out my dog Jay Smith. The effects of it all out right now. You know what I mean? Go stream that. Go run that up for my boy. Crazy project. Beats crazy. My boy rapping his ass off on that thing, man. You dig? Saf. Talking shit, baby. Every episode, I promise you was lit, baby. Every week, get some shit you can't miss, baby. Dylan Bob, still a vibe. Podcast game solidified, no cap. All fact like a snapper. Stream us on that Spotify or Apple, tap in. Roller coaster ride, strap in. We gon' take you for a ride, just take this shit and stride. All topics, sport the current event. Tell me who more current than this. Luck with the mother shows, this the best one. Your sister and your brother knows. We talking shot, we talking shot, we talking shit, baby. We talking shot, we talking shot, we talking shit, baby. We talking shot, we talking shit, we talking shit, baby. We talking shot, we talking shot, we talking shit, baby. Yes, sir. Talking shop presented by Anchor. This is episode 118. I'm your host, Bobby Hall, and with me, as always, it's Dylan the Savage, and after a quick week absence, Joe the Greek's back with us. What's up, fellas? Going on, baby. What's up? How we doing? How we doing? How we doing? How we feeling? Feeling great. Feeling great on the Saturday morning. Got my Starbucks this week. Starbucks. Uh, what's this? It's a chai la- chai frappe. A little iced. A little iced action going on. Okay, Joe. What are you ro- what are you rolling with this week? Uh, Crystal Light. A grape one. <laughs> okay. Okay. Crystallite grape with a little bit of caffeine. No doubt. Yourself, Bob. Um, and I, I'm just I'm I'm rocking with the K cup again this week. That's just always the easiest move. I love that machine, man. Just quick two K cups, throw some ice, my little Starbucks cup, and away we go, man. A little, little oat milk, a little French vanilla oat milk, and uh, yeah, man, we're we're Bad. we're rolling. But uh, it's good to be back. Really a barista? Um, yeah, low key. So. And, and uh, I'm cheap, man. I you know, I won't. Uh, I won't tax oh, I like these it. other places, like um, Starbucks. Which I was telling you guys um, that I got an email this week from Starbucks. It was like we're selling such and such cup. I should have. I should have screenshot it, but I, we're selling some kind of special cup. Um, and uh, for every cup that we sell, we're gonna donate a dollar to the, you know some organization. And it's like. You know, I get kind of what they're doing there, and it's nice, but it's like, yo, your Starbucks, you got it. You got the money. Cut a check to whatever organization you're fucking talking about rather than trying to get well, to buy your cups. Maybe you they know? want to make the customer feel they're doing like their part too, you know? Like, I bought this cup, and, you know, my, my little portion going towards that charity as well, making them feel part of it. As opposed to just them cutting a check for themselves. I guess that could be true. But if that's the case... They should be like for every cup they buy. It should definitely be more than like a buck though, because they're, they're making those those cups are probably selling for like ten dollars. You know what I mean? Oh, maybe more. They're probably selling. What's it cost to make that thing? Though. You know what I mean? Right. But uh, no, nah, man, I'm, it's it's great to be back. Very excited. Uh, we got a big show this week, guys. Really do. Um, b- before we jump in though, um, that was another thing I'm gonna branch off because this week actually, I um. 
I was on a, on the side of town uh, at work where I was closer to Dunkin' more so than Starbucks. And I ran through a couple times, got some coffee, got a breakfast sandwich. I got this sourdough breakfast sandwich that's pretty fire. But the one thing that I've always wondered and I don't get is like any other sandwich you get, you know, if you get a lunchtime sandwich, whatever, dinner time, whatever, 99% of the time it's going to come with some kind of condiment, whatever. Rather, you can choose it or it comes with one that they're already putting on. But breakfast sandwiches of any kind, whether it be on a on a muffin, bagel, you know, croissant, etc., they all come, you know, I don't want to say dry, but, you know what I mean, it's plain. I've always wondered why that, why that is because I, well, I feel mean, like breakfast sandwiches, you know, they can use that little extra loving too. I have a couple in mind, but for like you know, conversational sake, what kind of condiments would you prefer they offer in the mornings? Um, it just I guess depends on what on with you know what uh, is on top. Of course, you know I'm a big uh, red hot guy when it comes to a lot of my breakfast stuff. You know, obviously, hot sauce would be good. You said sauce last night. You know, I'd, I'd be good with that. Also, yeah, yeah. Um, some people differ but I'm, I'm a ketchup guy mayo whatever you know i'm good with that but obviously everyone's got different strokes but i mean I really anything. Ketchup. it's just like uh kind of a have it your way type deal you know bk you know type thing where you could say and maybe you can i, I but i don't know i don't think i've ever never seen any kind of packets or not, not what about or honey like that at uh yeah yeah on top of like a bacon something uh, is there is there gravy is there possibly sure, a breakfast I sandwich just, out there that does not need a condiment, in your opinion? I have one in mind. I just want to get yours. Um, maybe some kind of like bagel, cream cheese, something, you know, because cream cheese kind of, you know, takes the takes that role. But what what, what would yours be? A, a breakfast sandwich that already exists, McDonald's offers it, that doesn't even necessarily need a condiment, or I don't even think there is a condiment that would pair well with is it. The McGriddle? The, yeah, the McGriddle. The sausage, okay. egg, and cheese Ooh. McGriddle. I don't uh, yeah, that makes sense. I feel like it already comes yeah. with the sauce type thing. Sort you know of. I mean? It's like infused or whatever. Yeah. Infused syrup. Yeah. Um, what, I just never sandwich. got it because, yeah, you go back to McDonald's two hours later, all their, all their burgers and chicken sandwiches and stuff, they're coming with, they, they already come with the condiments on there, or you can add what you want, but in the morning, um, they just don't already, which I guess I've never really thought to really ask. Those places you can, like Starbucks, Dunkin', I don't think they carry that shit, but that's just one thing yeah. well, that. Uh, <laughs> That I, I was just kind of rolling through. I'm like, damn. Doesn't come I thought with about a that for way too long. While well, why don't we corner that market? We could corner we could, that market man. right now. Getting into the breakfast sandwich condiment game. Yeah. <laughs> sort of like, Absolutely. Like, what's that uh, the sauce on Taco Bell's quesadillas? Jalapeno sauce? That'd be good on some Baja, or yeah, jalapeno something. Yeah, some, something along those lines. Yeah, absolutely. That'd be awesome. On, like, uh, what's the, the croissant witch? Is that how you say it? 100%. Yeah, and I think, or you say sandwich. They use that sauce on some of the breakfast items they do serve because they got the Ooh. crunch wraps, um, a couple of, like burritos and stuff. So I yeah, would like man. to know Absolutely. what the listeners, what the listeners also put on their breakfast sandwiches or even eggs or breakfast in general. Kind of condiments. Let us know at Talking Shop Pod on all social media platforms: Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. As you all know, that is one of our newer social media platforms that we are on now. So be sure to go give us a follow for all the latest. Yeah, yeah, and socials have been, uh, you know, steadily growing. You know, after that was a, probably three or four weeks ago, we kind of threw the proclamation out, 200 followers before 200 episodes, and, uh, you know, inch by inch, man, we're starting to get there. We're, we're Now we're, we're almost in the 160s on Twitter, which is great, because for a while there, I know we were, like, in the 130s, 140s, so 
we're uh, we're getting there, man. So uh, it's been nice, and I think the uh, the addition of like the TikToks and stuff that's been kind of a a nice addition to the fold because um, that that's uh, that platform's pretty hot right now. So we're we're getting yeah, definitely a lot of views and stuff. I'm surprised how quickly the gate. that happened. Yeah, uh, it was quick. Thousand. I gotta I gotta get it. I gotta get more a little more um, active on there. I kind of just do like one or two a week, but obviously you guys know. Um, Tuesday, I'm getting I'm getting this hernia, hernia surgery, boys. So I'm gonna be at the house for about a month, um, just chilling, man. And uh, I'll have a little more time for that. Hopefully, um, I'm gonna be pilled up though, so we'll see. Hopefully, I don't post the wrong shit. You know what I'm saying? I don't need to have no sex tapes on the talking shop. <laughs> you try to post some Warzone when we post it up? <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I'm not gonna have anything else to do, man. It suck, but same. Um, it is what it is. So we're, we're gearing up for that. Um, I've gotten like mixed. Like uh, info on what, like what, because obviously I'm everyone's gonna have a different reaction to that kind of shit. But some people say like the next day won't be as bad. Some people are saying like it's gonna be a couple weeks. So hopefully by next week for one nineteen, I'll be I'll be ready to go. Uh, I've never missed an episode, so at least a whole one. I think I think uh, right when we were getting ready to move, I think my basement flooded at my old house, and I missed like half of that episode. But hopefully I can keep the streak alive, man. But We'll see what happens with that. If not, you know, I, I'm excited I, I, for I, I entrust, uh, <laughs> I entrust you guys to, to carry it. It'd be all right. Hey, Dylan, you want to stare at me while I make fun of your tattoo? Not a Harry Potter tattoo, Joe. Uh-huh. Oh, what you want, man? <laughs> and but, done. That's what's going to happen. Boys, we, two weeks ago, we started our little West Coast tour. We had, we had a veer back to the Midwest. Um, for due to a last minute cancellation, but uh, we made our way back out this way. Uh, very exciting times. So, um, I think we got to bring our guest on. Don't we think? I think it's time. We have, we have packed episode today, big time. Absolutely. And uh, so Absolutely. we're going back out west. It's, it's another another person uh, by way of you know the land, Cleveland. It's our guy right here. We had him on um, early, early 2020 last year. Um, and uh, he's back with us. And, and actually, the crazy thing since then, I, I think he's dropped four projects. And I, I think I seen on Twitter, we'll ask him about it. But I think we might be getting one more this year, which is crazy. So he's been busy, and that's on top of doing all this, all all, all his legal career, you know, stuff. So he uh, he's active, active as anybody I know. So uh, I'm excited to bring him back on. You know, podcast host, rapper extraordinaire. And hopefully soon to be one of the biggest sports agents in the game. But uh, we got Jay Smith back with us. Pussy money weed and probably a week ahead on the week she bleed. I'm fighting demons, I ain't Michael B shooting Creed. I can't go backwards no more. I power for Rashid. I'm a threat to your safety at Reed. It's smoking my lungs, my thoughts feeling free. Finding my balance, they center and B. I'd rather run through you niggas than run around you with speed. The collision with my precision break you down like the vision. Look, listen. 
Don't know Tim, man, but I know what is missing. My niggas still got street dreams of making meals in the kitchen. I know there's none, but I work hard like there's competition. Where each line creates separation like the Mason Dixon. It's Smith. Mm. Let's go. Let's go, man. I felt good hearing that. That Appreciate shit is so fucking hard, dude. That's that's how you start a project, bro. Mills, that's man. Fire, Hell yeah. Hell yeah. My favorite, my favorite bar is uh she threw it at me and the movement on it was a two scene pitch. Uh, yeah. yeah, man, that's sick. That's so sick, man. Hey. Oh man, that's that's great. Yeah, that that's that's personally my my favorite joint um off the project and, and through the show. We got some others. These guys picked their own favorites too, which um, looking at Apple, it looks like the two that they chose, that's two of the three uh, most popular on the joint there with uh, Pardon yeah. Me getting a third. So, um, yeah, sure. but no, the I effects of you, it man. all, man, dropped last week. Uh, man, the effects of it all. Dylan, uh, Joe, man, I appreciate all you guys, man, having me on and just uh, supporting the project first off supporting me you know that's that's definitely important and um and like i said when we first kind of started our podcast journey around a similar time so yep. i uh i've been on a hiatus for a good nine months but, um but other than that though you know I me mean, i always you know find time to, to peep in even for 20 30 minutes at the work at the spot if i'm at the job listen to you guys watch y'all browns and shit like that so hey man Appreciate you having me on, and uh, it's gonna be a great show. Hell yeah, man! Hell yeah, we're we're stoked to have you. Like we talked about in pre-production last time we had you on, it was kind of on a little more of a somber note. We had just lost Kobe, so it was it was a uh, it was a rough week, um, but it was it was a good show. We kind of got to kind of look back at uh, you know life of a certified legend. So um, it was cool to talk, have you on there for that one. That was, that was special, and now we get to bring you back um, on more of a lighter note. And get, and get to talk about this uh this dope ass project um and and kind of uh where we're, where we're going from here because like i said i seen it on on socials man you ain't done this year so hey bro i got at least two more dropping out here uh, i got this i got a six song ep dropping next month and then me and sav got part two of our our uh air vases coming up end of the year so that should I was be gonna ask that- about that Jeez. Yeah, yeah, that should be the. We should trying to drop that in December. I already started writing. Uh, you know, me and Sab been talking about it, and we didn't make any songs together. Like I made all my music in Cleveland, and we were just sending tracks back and forth. But now, I plan to to go back home and actually be in the studio with him, so we can create. So, I, That'll be awesome because. Yeah. It's it sounds like you guys were in the same studio, which is crazy. That's I mean, it's really dope how you guys were able to set that up. Like Hove raised us, yeah, man. That's like that had to have been like. How do you even do that? You kind of had to like record it in like different different spots. So okay, so I had the idea. I was like, man, this would be. I always the locks. We about the you know the locks. We just seen them uh, in the verses. The locks was always infamous for Ada to get his five bars and then stop come in right after him do, 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 do. and then Luke to come in right after him then they just keep switching back and forth back and forth and I always thought that was dope like growing up and uh because you know I'm about to be 32 man so you know I, I come from that era, so I'm like man we know that's the way you do a back and forth man so I just figured so how we did it was 
we did we sent voice memos. So pretty much I'll record. I think Sav started the song. Sav started the song. So Sav recorded his two bars, voice memo with the beat in the background. So pretty much I just matched it up, heard his two bars, wrote my little shit after that, then sent him a voice memo. And we pretty much just did that the entire song until the song was done. And so it so we can kind of have the timing and shit like that and the cadence down. But yeah, it, it came out good though. Yeah, it was great. Um, and it was just super cool to kind of have you guys go back and forth like that. And I've always been one that's uh, been a big fan of, of any time you guys ever work together. So it's great too. So it sounds like that's not the only part two we're going to be getting, man. We might be getting this this Watch the Throne too. Who, who knows? That, that's kind of been floating around. So wow, um, man, yeah. that's the case as well. I got to, I got to, until I hear Donda, I, I'm, I'm going to be, I'm going I'm to attempt my expectations right now. I'm just going to like see how. And if it's right. sounding good, then I'm gonna be excited for a possible Watch the Throne too, because Watch the Throne is one of the best albums in the last 15 years to me. So 100. percent Yeah. So it's just like you can't, you can't. I don't want no part two if it's gonna be booty. Like, you, <laughs> well, we know half, bother, half right? of it's gonna be good. Half of it'll you be feel, good. We know that 100. But and I feel like Hov's gonna do his thing, but you know I don't know what kind of, what, which Kanye we gonna get. So we Dude, gonna see. He's so wishy washy now. You know what I mean? Yeah, like sometimes yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. Like, oh, I've never heard anything like this. Other times, it'll be like the same CD, trash. Immediately right after, he just a weird. He just be moving weird, man. Like he wants us to watch him sleep. Stadium. Yeah, stuff. dude. He's he's put he's put these shows on twice and still no album. It's just, I, it's horny, weird, man. I don't know. It's just like if if he was my homie, kind of corn. Like the outfits is corny, but I get it. Like. If you want to sell millions of records, you got to do the, got to play the game, you know, and you got to be, you know. But is that the right game? Isn't that weird? I guess we can, because I, I want to know too what so the effects of it all dropped the last week. Um, yeah. August second. What, what, what uh, the and, and not only are the songs dope, but like the, the artwork, the cover, all that stuff, um, kind of explain to us and the listeners, like conceptually, like what what were you going for? I was trying to drop in March, but it was just a lot of the shit going on. I got a dog. I was a first time dog owner. And so <laughs> what kind of dog? Was, I got a beagle. I got a beagle, man. He was five months. Now, you know, he he's getting he drug. Boy, he's cute. But uh <laughs> yeah, oh being all of that, man, it was just music just kinda I ain't gonna say took a back back seat, but I was just taking a little bit more time than I really wanted to with the music. Um and I was just going through a lot of shit, and I wanted to put out all the, like a project about just what I was like. A list. Every song was gonna be what I feel. Ain't gonna be no bullshit. Ain't gonna be ego type of shit. At least in the the energy of the music. And I'm still gonna talk my shit and pop my shit. But it's you know the music wise, I just wanted to just just really hit just a lot of emotions and a lot of things I was feeling, man. The highs and lows of life that I was going through. So. Um, so that that's where the energy of the music started from, and then like the instrumentation, I wanted to give it kind of more of a soulful, kind of a uh, sample heavy kind of sound. Like I didn't, I was kind of going for like one big sound because you know I try to my my projects. My goal is Big Bob, bro, is to for a person to be able to smoke a whole blunt and without changing the song. <laughs> so you feel me? So <laughs> yeah, whole blunt and don't. change record and it's just good vibes where you know if you smoking 
if a club song come on or something, you really you like, all right, I'm not I'm not in the club vibe right now. I'm smoking, I'm chilling, I just wanna vibe, you know. So my I, that's my music kind of always kind of goes goes towards that. So any kind of listen to any of my projects, I hope that you can just smoke to them and just really, you know, hear me because I feel like I be talking my shit. But then I uh I start working with the artwork. I uh, started working with this artist in Turkey. I uh, I used this service. Um, one uh, I forgot the actual website of it, but anyway, it's a it's a it's a freelance service, and you can just kind of connect with a lot of freelance artists and things like that. And I connected with this guy over there in Turkey. He he does like a lot of dope tattoos and things like that. And he was charging like a good price. So I reached out to him with a little idea and he brought that bitch to life. And I thought it was just really dope. I would just kind of gave it. Cause you know, it's at least for me, especially on this level, you don't really see a lot of like hand drawn artwork, you know what I mean? So I thought that was pretty cool to see some hand drawn artwork. And it was, I thought it was really dope. Um, and it kind of just went with the whole vibe of everything, man. Of just like the effect at all. Good, the bad, the music. So, um, yeah, man, out now. Anybody listening out now? All platforms, Apple Music, Spotify, Idol. You know, let's go, Pandora. The cool thing is, like, you, you ain't you ain't for the smokers, but let me tell you, man, I, I can't smoke. I wish I could. I can't because of my career, but I can still listen to that shit through and through and still get the vibe. So I'm catching them still. Hey, man, that's that's what I love. So that, means, that definitely tells you when you got something there. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I appreciate that, man. Project Hollywood Sav on Monday. Yes, sir. Monday. I can't wait. That's gonna be great. Oh man, the production, wait. production. I think he only used one producer the whole project. So the production on this top and and uh like I said, I'm excited for his project, man. So make sure y'all y'all go Sav shit on Monday, man. I'm I'm gonna be I'm gonna be the fanboy at midnight. Yeah. What, what, for sure. Actually, a good thing for the West Coast, it's nine p.m. So. Yeah, it's always a nice, you know, like on Friday and Thursday nights. Thursday nights, West Coast is a vibe now, bro. Like, you know, because you getting all the new music. So, there, you know, you at home chilling 9 o'clock. Man, then you going into Friday. Oh, man. My thing that I've always loved is for you guys on football Sunday. Football starts at 10 o'clock in the morning. And that shit, Sunday night game's over at 8 p.m. Oh, my God. Bro, yeah. just wake up. Yeah. You don't have you don't have to figure out what you're going to do for them three hours. Yeah, dude. Oh, man. That's <laughs> beautiful. You're watching football while, you got, while you're eating breakfast, dude. Oh, my God. Bro, you, you, I bro, love you that. Make breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's great. Bro, that's, that's, that's what it's about right there. Does that change up game day meals, though? I, could, I mean, uh, I could. You, we, you know, a little bit. Wake up earlier. Like I know it's some like I was cool with some people out here who go to the bars at ten AM or go to like a B dubs, a Hooters or some something like that and watch the game and you know, ordering experiences. So um so it's just more honestly, it's just kinda like a lifestyle out here. I had to get used to it. Like Monday night football starts at five. You know, so you <laughs> I'm getting off work, you know, and sometimes the Vikings on, I'm trying to get off of work at 4.30 so I can get home by 5 and catch Monday Night Football. So that was, and like you said, Bobby, shit, the game's over 8, 8.30, and you still got your night, you know, whereas yep. game's over at 11, it's the night's over, you know. Yeah. It's time to lay it down or chill. So 
Definitely. Uh, I be feeling so bad for you guys with the UFC fights, man. Because they don't, yeah. they don't end to like ten here, like ten thirty. So I'm like, damn, I know. <laughs> It's 1 a.m. for yeah, man. You'll be put, and especially in weeks where you're pushing it, and it's like 1.30, you finally get to the main event, uh, and that bitch is over in five seconds. 13-second like, knockouts dude. and shit. You're like, yep. what a waste. What yeah. a waste. Yeah, shit. <laughs> but at least those are on Saturday, so at least you got Sunday or whatever, you know what I mean? Whereas, like, Sunday night football, if your team's playing, man, that, that Monday morning is, yeah, you're feeling it because you're up till, you know, midnight. <clears throat> but, yeah, dude, that's that's – even after UFC events, you know, it's 1030. If you still go hit a bar real quick or yep. go out, you still could, you know, and still have a night. And you're like, this one, it's 130. It's like, it's shit, the night is over. It's time to go to fucking bed. I'm already in bed, usually. What's done for? I'm at my table to begin with. But Dylan, Joe, I mean, I, I kind of took the reins there so far. I mean, I, I, right. I'm just, I've been pretty excited about this week and the project in general, but I know you guys yeah, got questions. I some do. Of your favorite songs. Come, come through with him. He, we talked about Sav using one producer the whole time, right? You find that easier? Have you ever done that? See, that's my that's my true goal. But like I've, I mean, I'm like a hermit crab, man. Like I've always been like a shell. Like I'm an only child and shit. So like I I moved to Arizona, not knowing anybody out here. So I've always been low key just doing shit on my own, you know, but music is collaboratory. So it's a collaborative effort. So I would love to sit down with somebody who really understands my sound and just create, you know, that would just be a dream of mine just because it ought to be able to bring so much more to life. Um, Cause right now I just pretty much just paid by producer beats who, you know, selling them, who offering them to everybody, you know, and it's just, okay, I'll buy this <laughs> You know, and then honestly, <clears throat> it's still, you know, in that way, without knowing these people, you know, you you could be spending an arm and a leg where if you know the guy, you can be like, okay, I'll, I'll make your whole shit for X, Y, and Z price, you know, instead of, you know, I don't know you, so my price is what my price is, you know. Yeah. No, I, you know, that is the the goal, but I, I, I'm excited. That's the reason I'm so excited to hear Sav shit. Cause it's like, when you able to just work with one producer, it is, you are able to, to bring some different shit about you. So I, um, I'm, I'm excited to hear that. And that's always, that's going, that's, that's still a goal for Jay Smith for sure. Cool. I would imagine that like helps also kind of like make the album all synchronized with one sound and one like emotion. Yeah. It just make it so cohesive. It just make it so cohesive, right. you know? Right. Uh, it's just that's like when you hear some of the best projects to me, like on the you know main top level, like I think of Freddie Gibbs albums. Um, Nas just won a Grammy with Hit Boy, and he just dropped it yesterday. So you know these that's that's the formula to really create. Even like you think of Drake, Drake early on was really only working with Forty, yeah. uh, like a lot. Um, and then you know he started working with Hit Boy. I mean, uh, uh, the what? Well, uh, it's a Wonder Boy, Wonder Boy, and uh, and shit like that. But you know, early on, you know, when you get that one producer that understands your sound and how you really want to create, because Cole, like you know, J Cole, he create all his beats, you know, early on. So if that's why Cole all his early on shit sounds very the same, because he's he's now just starting to work with different producers outside his own himself and his own little team so um that's 
you know, that's what I, I always wanted for. But, you know, what within that, you know, you have to, I think it's a balance in that because then you could, your sound can get kind of, I don't say stale, but. I know you mean stale. Consistently, yeah. Yeah, different production just bring different shit out to you. You know what I mean? So, like, if I would love to hear, like, like a Benny the Butcher on a Kanye beat just to see what, like, what kind of shit that would be. Because that, you know, yeah. that, that's two different worlds. But I think that, you know, or like on a, you know, Conway and them on a uh, for real type of beat. Like, that would be dope, you know what I mean? Where you can kind of blend worlds like that together um, with the production. Because right now, the production is really leading hip-hop, you know? Like, lyricist is not really on the forefront. Um, it's all about the music. It's all about the beat. So... Um, yeah, yeah, that's, but yeah, I, um, I, I, I think for this project though, when I was able to, to work with similar producers I have in the past and, and was able to put together a pretty cohesive sound and just, especially like working with different producers. Um, I thought, uh, I think the sound got the same kind of energy on, on a lot of the records where I think, like I said, it just kind of flows where it doesn't, you know, you're not going to be having a club track and like a sad track and like a love track. <laughs> just it all it all kind of is in the same ballpark, you know. So that's 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 something I'm I'm really proud about with this joint. I appreciate that actually because I remember I can't think of anything offhand, you know, kind of pressures on here. But like a an album that told like a story from front to back, you know what I mean? Um I don't know, like how like Kendrick Lamar is that good kid bad I'm sorry. Oh my god. Uh, you know what I mean? Like just front to back, the whole charade story, the whole thing. I missed it. Yeah, yeah. yeah I can't, I can't just listen to a CD and like in the middle of it, you know, a little John beat comes on, takes me out of the element, makes me want to start fighting somebody instead of figuring out what was really going on. Well, you know, and, and kind of piggyback what you're saying, Joe, bro. It's a uh, Joe, bro, bars, but uh, <laughs> it. That mu that type of music lasts forever though. Like that, mm-hmm. if you ever realize, like if it's not like a major hit, that shit comes and go. You know what I mean? 10, 15 years from now, we not even though like I, I love Future. Future one of my favorite artists. I- <laughs> oh yeah. It's stuff that it you no, know, that has some records where I think, yeah, everybody gonna double years and years. Yeah. But some of them just quick. You know, I just want to just, you know, just talk my shit a yeah. little bit. Nice beat. That shit comes and goes, you know what I mean? But the 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 Mad Cities, you know what I mean? Those, those type of albums live forever or, or, or for a long time because it's just real music. Like, you can always go back and relate to it no matter what you're going to. Sometimes the sounds, you know, it could be dated, you know, meaning that, what what was dope in the club in 2010 is not dope now, you know. <laughs> so you so a dope song like that, yeah. that type of, and you listen in 2030, you like this shit. Sound the hell is this? Yeah, you see this shit sound like bullshit. You know what I mean? But <laughs> go back and hear some cold, and you just gonna be talking about some real life shit, and it's just like I can. It's something that's always gonna be relatable. Regardless if you 60 years old or if you 18 years old, you know what I mean? And regardless of what you are in life. So it's, uh, 
being able, kind of what you said, be able to create like projects, create something that's just, I'm just not trying to make music and just be super egotistical. And I'm really trying to say something, you know what I'm saying? And regardless of what your story is, you know, everybody got a different story. As long as you saying some shit, I fuck with it. I fuck with it. You know, it's, it's, uh, it, it, it it's a lot of artists out there, you know, like I said, who not saying nothing. And but it's a lot of artists who are, you know, it's a lot of artists who are. So it's I I uh I really hold hold the um What do you, you don't think little pumps lyrical? No, nah, bro. I mean even, <laughs> like 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 let's go like even let's like the verses battle and not to, to jump too far ahead, but that was the difference with the music. The locks never had music like that's going to make you not, you know, it's going to just be one of them feel good where everybody just want to just hear. Yeah. Yep. Like that. But it's spitting. It's so real. It's so authentic. And so it's always going to hit. And when it's being compared to something that's the opposite of that, that's more just the beat. It's more about the production. It's more about just popping my shit and just on some I'm the man type of shit. <laughs> it's it's going to sound it's going to sound elementary compared to that it's gonna be like it's been done forever that's the problem it's played yeah. out somebody it's said said out. that uh the stuff <laughs> that the lock like the locks between the locks and the and the and dipset was the locks like their shit is timeless whereas dipset reminds you of a time uh, that yeah. was kind of like the big the big uh compare you know comparison there from from that no that was that was a perfect perfect way to put it yeah I always like asking this question to uh, musical artists, but is there anything that you have in the bag now, or maybe you wrote years back that you put on new projects? Yeah, I, um, I, I have, I have now stuff I've, you know, verses I've. I mean, I've, I've write. I mean, like I put ten songs on this project, but I probably make twenty five songs. You know, what I mean, or at least wrote, or or even if that was this, I started a song, I made a hook for it. I wrote a verse for it, you know, spent time on it and just whatever didn't, it just didn't make the cut or I just didn't want to put it on this project, but I might double back, you know, a year later and be like, Oh, okay. This is, you know, I like this verse, you know, like I, I, I like what I was doing. Like, I don't know why I didn't use it. So <laughs> I remember when, um, Oops, when my, I forgot about that. <laughs> one of my old projects and I dropped in 2019 flowers too. Um, on the first track, you heard me, y'all. You hear me? Uh, you hear me? The first verse. So that was 2019 when I dropped that. The first verse of that project I wrote in 2016. So I was just written. So and then I, you know, I think I wrote the second verse like 2018, and then wrote the third verse like when the closer when the project was uh, about to drop. But oh wow, you know, so yeah. Songs. I mean, that's a three-year song, pretty much being formulated, and it kind of happens like that sometimes. If you just kind of store all your stuff and you double back, because I do double back. I like to listen to like, I got tons and tons of beats on my computer. So sometimes if I'm like not hearing nothing that I really love, I'm like, let me go into my old folders and just see, because it's, ob it's obviously a, a reason I saved this fucking beat. So let me. Let me double back to it and listen to it and see if I can catch a vibe or see if I had something previously for it. But no, I, um, you know, so things I wrote for the effects of it all that didn't make it. Yeah, it's a good chance it may be on something in the future for sure. That's really impressive. Keep it in the I, back pocket. Yeah, we're not even talking about like full songs being writ or wrote. 
uh, years back. We're talking about like bits and pieces of parts that collaborate together over years period. It's pretty impressive. Yeah. No, I appreciate that, man. It's uh yeah, no, it's 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 sometimes you gotta live life to kind of finish some music. You know, some shit like um just different stages of life. I just didn't like that song I was saying I wrote in 2016. I didn't know how to come second verse. I didn't know how to second verse, I didn't know how to like how to make that verse better than verse one. So I was just kind of just, just like fuck it. And then I lived and I came back to it for whatever reason. And I was like, oh, I got some shit to say now. And because uh, all my music, I don't like to force music. I, all, the, all my music is kind of, I let the music kind of make me. It's all I feel. Like, that's, that's the reason I think if if you like my music or not, you, can, you can't say it ain't real and it ain't, it, it's some bullshit, you know? And I ain't, because I ain't talking about, you know, no Gucci, Louis Prada type of shit, you know? I'm t- uh, you know some things that and like I like I kind of touched on earlier man like my story and my situation may be totally different from a lot of people's but just because you know it's different don't mean that you you can't relate and it's a lot of things that is right. relatable you know what I mean it, I talk about my mother's addiction just because you don't have a mother who's addicted doesn't mean you don't know somebody maybe close to you who, who dealt with some type of addiction you know I mean so it's all types of shit that you know. I think that just keep it real in my music, man. Always gonna, gonna keep it, keep it solid. I think. Mama's drugs, man. That's that's my hey. favorite song you've ever made, hey. man. So. Oh, uh, man, did you with that uh with that Alina Perez sample? See people, oh people don't even. Hey, you know, <laughs> I'm, I'm 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 I love R and B too, and shout out yeah. to Alina Perez in Ohio. She's dope, but um yeah, man, that was on um. When I heard that sample, and I, at the time, I was smoking to her project. I forgot what uh, she made it with, like, Gallica or some shit like that. It was some type of, like, producer or somebody she worked with, like, the whole project. And, um, man, if you want to smoke to some good, let's, like, oh, my God. So, anyway, I heard this fucking sample on this beat. I'm like, what I, what I say? Uh, if my mama do drugs, fuck it, I'ma do some drugs. If my mama do drugs, fuck it, I'ma do some drugs. I roll one, hey, I roll two, man. Yeah. Come, on. come on, Bob, let me stop. Speaking of samples, though, man, you What's know, my ears perked up on this one when I heard that Dear Summer sample. Yes, that was dope, especially the way it flipped, and it's you know, it's obviously a different variation of it. Yeah, um, yeah. And no, I, I, I assume once you when you heard that 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 instrumental first time, you kind of had the same reaction, like "oh shit," because you're uh, you're a huge Ho fan, like I am. So I know that was that was special. Huge Ho fan, I love Ho man. Like you know, um, the one thing I think the kids don't have that you know something that at least me and maybe some of my friends growing up have is if we weren't being taught that by like like our parents or just people who cared about us we was learning from like music, you know what I mean? I was learning a lot from like Hove, like, and I thought he was actually kicking some real like fucking shit, you know what I mean? Like, not just like no bullshit. I thought he was really like rapping about shit. So, um, Hove, my favorite rapper, man. So the Dear Summer song is one of my favorite records. So then did the Make It More Up Tempo, um, it definitely, I definitely had to hop on that. And I just wanted to rap on that bitch. So I rapped on that for like a good two, three minutes straight just going 
100 percent and like drake said man you know that line I, i've always resonated with it. he said you know i never cried when Pac died but i probably won't when hove does and that's that's gonna be 100 percent fact cause that's just how much he means to me man and you know you and many others but um dylan why don't we uh why don't we pop on you know another little little uh sampler for the people out there off of the effects of all jay smith catch that on all the dsps apple spotify um why don't we toss on uh, thugs cry for for a few yeah i feel this one in my spirit yeah. i seen pretty turn ugly and i seen thugs cry I seen all that hate grow and I seen love die. I done seen it all, nigga. Yeah, I done seen it all. I just pray to God I never see my downfall. I seen pretty turn ugly and I seen thugs cry. I seen all that hate grow and I seen love die. I done seen it all, nigga. Yeah, I done seen it all. I just pray to God I never see my downfall. I pray to my God, but I worship this paper. I know dough like my grind is a baker. So many wrongs, the devil owe me some favors. But I'm just scared to redeem them. My addictions, I feed them. Nobody there when I need them. I'm on my fuck everybody phase. I'm out in Phoenix getting banged because I love the chase. It's a marathon. Nip taught to steady win the race. I don't twist my fingers. It's just middle finger to your face. Life got both jokers waiting for niggas to play they ace. Can't blindside me. I learned a game from Orlando. And that's Thugs Cry off of the effects of it all. Go run them uh, streams up. Man, I love that. And then and, uh, it, the, the, the chorus itself, man. He said, uh, I seen all the hate grow and I seen love die. That's psh. Last couple years, man, that speaks about all kinds of different shit for real. So, yeah, bro, yeah. I got no man. Like, I mean, we men now, you know, people, how many people came and gone in your life, Bob? You know what I mean? Yep. So, how many times you've seen, you know, some some people who you thought was solid do some foul shit? Yep. Some people think that was solid, you know, became you know pretty solid you know you was like you know you didn't seen it all man like you didn't seen all type of shit man the good and the wicked man so i didn't see in real shit i didn't see thugs cry i didn't see dudes that you know i wouldn't you know i ain't scared of no man but i, I would hope that we wouldn't have <laughs> never like that yeah, right oh you know? and i didn't see you know dudes like that cry you know what i mean for whatever reason so I didn't seen it. I feel like I didn't seen it all, man. So when I, and again, man, I I try to just capture that in my, you know, what I say on that second verse, I say, my heart on my sleeve, fabulous weed in my lungs, help a nigga breathe. These money trees keep on growing leaves. She taught me grade A pussy. My gang niggas taught me B's and C's. I give a D, we pop a half a E. Let's keep it G, my nigga. Don't sleep on me. It's a long way to Z, my nigga. But because of J, I wanted to be just like Jigger. Don't trust these niggas. Pooh shiesty and so is Tigger. Look, Cleveland be the reason Ooh. that I'm cold. Man, what? I won't commit your fault. I had to learn what rock was when I was 10 years old. Went from a rookie to a pro. How I just switched the mode. I am mm. the road. I came from the concrete and dared to grow and stay on go. Foot on the pedals, bitch, get on my level. On the path to something special. Like the 38, I done seen it all but the pearly gates. My nigga! Let's go! Let's go, baby! <laughs> Let's go! Damn it, Dylan. Damn it, Dylan. Right on that one. Yo, I wish I could pass out a blunt right now. Like, <laughs> 
Hell yeah, man. Uh, <laughs> hey, man. Well, what part? Man, honestly, I'm, I'm coming back. To, what part of uh, Ohio y'all in, man? Um, like around the Toledo area, so kind of yeah, you know, about thirty minutes from the old BG stomping grounds. Oh, Dylan, uh, you know, he's down kind of by that Dayton area. Shout out to uh, AD, bro. Yeah, seen... Joe's Toledo as well. When I come out there, man, when I start recording with Sav, man, we should all link up somewhere, bro. We should all link up somewhere, man. Yeah, man. I'd love to Where come out go? to Cleveland, man. 100%. Yeah. Yeah, we, the land. It, you know, it could be Columbus, anywhere. You know, it don't, yeah. whatever that's here, you know, for, for whoever, you know, I'm a, I'm a trap of a bitch. So we can, we can definitely make it happen. And when, uh, you said towards, towards the end of the year, what's, uh, what's the plans on that? For with the project? Uh, for when you think you'll probably be out this way. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'll probably be probably at least once a month for like the last three months of the year for sure. Nice. Because I see, yeah, I seen you were back for a wedding. That was probably, had to be nice to kind of be back home for a little bit. Um, yeah, man. I know a couple people out in Arizona. It looks like a dope place to live. But obviously, um, there's just, it always, uh, there's always just that, that, that vibe back, back in the city, man, back in Ohio. Oh, man, ain't shit like being back home, man. It's a, uh, but I definitely miss those nice, cool summer nights, like seventy-five. Ooh, yeah. Like out here in Phoenix, man, it's you know, it's it's a it's a hundred degrees at midnight. Yeah, that's wild. Yeah, you know, you ain't even you ain't going under a hundred all day, like so. You know, people, I'm, and I'm at home. You know, my parents like it's so hot. I'm like. And it's 80 degrees. Like, I wish it was 80 in Phoenix. Like, it's a, you know, it gets ugly when it starts getting to, like, 115, 116. You like, whoof. Wow. Yeah, you got to hit the pool, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. AC I said, I said running last, full time. Last time on Arizona, Scorpions, count me out. Uh, yeah, man, the Scorpions be crazy, man, for sure. You running a couple? Yeah, yeah, really? yeah. They're oh, more they definitely more in like in the suburb, the suburban area, and um, but like anything else, kind of like termites. Like if you spray properly for them, you know you won't have them. But if you don't, you know it's a good chance you will. And they be they sometimes hide in the uh, palm trees. That's so oh, good. Dude, I've had one of the motherfuckers drop on me, dude. Oh, <laughs> I might let out a scream. Yeah, put, yeah. Imagine put your shoe on. Surprise! The baby, <laughs> the baby ones are, are the only ones that are like dangerous like the adult ones they gonna hurt like they sting you but like the babies can't control their venom so they gonna keep stinging you and that's what's gone you gonna have to go to the hospital and they can get in your shoe only you know some of them can be like yeah. this big they can get in your shoes and stuff <laughs> oh no man constantly fighting nope. petting my shoes out before i put them on yeah every time snakes i'm sure there's, what the rattlesnakes and shit probably all kinds of fucking wild yeah, yeah, snakes, yes, definitely snakes. I'm one time, you know, I'm a man when it's when weather permitting, when it's not too hot. One of my children in a damn terrain. Scared nope. the shit scared the scared the shit out of me, man. But it's uh you know, it's 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 definitely the southwest, you know, everything that you think, you know what I mean, the cactus and shit like that. Math heads. <laughs> yeah, uh for sure. Sure. <laughs> what uh because i don't even know if i've ever even asked you before but obviously we all we all met back back in the good old uh bowling green ohio area um had some great times back then but from that point on what what uh why arizona man what uh what brought you out there honestly man it's the school the law school i went to just gave me the most money and it was like yeah. out of all this 
that I got accepted to. <laughs> Phoenix was the nicest city. Sure. It was between like Phoenix and like um in Tallahassee, but Tal- I went to go to Florida State Law School and they put me on their waiting list. And so um, I didn't want to wait. So um, it was Phoenix or Charlotte. And I was like, shit, I'd rather be living in Phoenix than Charlotte because I didn't know anybody in Charlotte either. So, right. well, you know, let's just do this. And I think me being the only child and being able to like, you know, and shit, just pretty much being raised by my pops. It's, I don't come from like a big ass family. So it's... Um, it wasn't hard to kind of move, you know, it wasn't kind of hard to move. And at the time in Cleveland, I was working for a sports agent downtown. We represented uh, two Browns players. We represented Craig Robertson, uh, John Hughes. Nice. Uh, nice. Oh, yeah. 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 So John Hughes, we when we signed him, because uh, he went to Cincinnati, um, and, you know, the agent I was he was like, yeah, I got this guy named John Hughes, and, da, 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 and he got invited to the Combine. And the purpose, the NFL, PA, and the NFL, they link together and create this list. And supposedly everybody who gets invited is, should get drafted. That's that's the reason oh, they go to cool. get invited. So if you don't get drafted and you go to the combine, it's kind of like a hell because it's like everybody thought you were going to get drafted. So he didn't work out at the combine. He was hurt. He just, like, measured it and interviewed and – whole fucking draft process. I mean, every scout I'm talking to, working the phones, going around, sending his shit out to his tape, we're getting six-round grades, seven-round grades, undrafted free agent grades. That's what every scout is telling us. Six-round, seven-round, undrafted free agent. And I'm like, oh, shit. You know, I'm like, it's a good chance this nigga might get drafted. I'm like, the fuck? Um, and most, I mean, I, a few scouts, I don't want to say team, you know, which teams I remember, but yeah, it had undrafted grade on it. I'm like, fucking around, watching the draft, fucking Cleveland Browns draft them third round. I'm like, oh shit, you know what I mean? Like, Cleveland, like the fuck? Like, and I was, yeah. <laughs> I was working, that was his first NFL contract. So it was like, and he got like, to get a third round pick. It's like, oh shit, and like we thinking like, man, he may draft it, and they be drafting on day two. It was like I remember that experience, and since then, bro, I um, once he kind of was like, yeah, you need to go to law school if you really want to, you know, do this shit, man. I, you know, going through that experience, man. I remember I was just like, yeah, I gotta get. It's awesome. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's probably a good thing that the Florida left you on a waiting list, man, because it's fucking nutty over there. So it's probably best you didn't even have to go over there. <laughs> Got out just in time. For real. <laughs> yeah. Florida's fucking wild. Uh, I bet, bro. I bet. But um, yeah, true story. True story. Um, I got some stuff that I've been wondering, too, is uh, like you said earlier, uh, it's been a little while since we've heard a uh, day one show on the airwaves. Uh, I know for a while you guys were gearing up to to hit season three. Um, what's uh, what's the latest on that? I mean, you guys ever plan on getting back to it? Yeah, man. I, um, God willing, man, I, we will come back sometime in August. We uh, we got some new artwork. My, got some new artwork made. We'll add a little tweak to the artwork, and 
you know, got some new equipment, but you know, life just kind of happened for both of us. You know what I mean? Like, uh, my, my man P, you know, he really into the film world, you know, he works on all types of like, you know, top notch sets, you know, he's been like, I seen him on, uh, working on a set with Liam Neeson, you know, he had been on a little baby video set. I mean, and he's just really into the, like that, that whole movie world type of shit. So, you know, he doing this thing and that, and you know, I'm doing my thing with the music, with my legal career and things like that, man. So I just, <clears throat> you know, life just kind of happened. And then we kind of talked, you know, not too long ago, was like, you know, do you, you really want to come back? And we both were like, hell yeah. So, um, yeah, so, man. Hope God willing, day one show be back uh, sometime um, in August. Uh, hopefully, I can put the artwork out soon, and you know we can kind of go from there. But yeah, no, I appreciate you asking that, Bob. Yeah, man. You know, I, I was listening from from uh, you know, no pun, but day one, and I enjoyed <laughs> the show. And like you said, yeah, we started about the same time, so of course yeah. we always wanted to support. But uh, that's good, man. That's good news because you got you guys always had a good thing going. Good, good. Uh, chemistry flow all that stuff so it'd be good to have that uh running with us again but i and i i definitely get the because it can be a struggle some weeks man trying to get trying to uh you know um juggle schedules two different people's schedules and then sometimes if you want to bring on a guest you got to kind of fit that other person's schedule in so it can be uh it can be tough it's even trickier because we're on two different time zones he's in Atlanta, so you know, trying to, you know, that three hour difference yeah. you're doing completely different when it's three hours apart. So, um, you know, as shit, 10 o'clock, you know, 10 o'clock for him, it's only seven for me. It's like, but it's getting kind of late, you know, for him. So it's, you know, we got to kind of, but if I podcast, if I record at fucking three, I just feel like, damn, it's like right in the middle of my day. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's not that convenient. So it's just trying to find that sweet spots, man. And just, but no, it's definitely, uh, it's definitely worth it though, man. I, I just miss talking shit about everything. Yeah. <laughs> of know, course. That's, yeah. Just, that's just what I miss the most. Yeah, man. It's great to have a, a platform to kind of say and talk about whatever you want. Man. It's great. Um, we'll t- I mean, we already touched on a little bit of sports earlier, but we'll, we'll carry it over. You're a big time Lakers fan, big time Lakers fan. And, um, <laughs> You know, they, they've been making <laughs> they've been making some moves, but I want you to talk to these people out here because a lot of people they're they're throwing ages out there and and all kinds of stuff and yeah. look at uh, you know at I'm wondering <laughs> he's excited guys he's excited about it. losing his mind they, they brought in some uh, some 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 names um, but they're up there in age man I I gotta know I mean you think you think come April May these guys are gonna have the legs to to carry it through to a championship. Look, man, I think because you got to realize AD is still 28 and that's the best player on the team. So and we going to go as far as AD go, just like this year. You know, without your best player, you're going to go as far as your best player take you. That's just basketball. So um, we would have won it this year. I thought AD would have gave us AD last year, you know, because I thought we would have beat the Suns. Uh, we beat him twice when he had 34 points, and then when he got hurt, that was it. So, uh, but now that you had Russ, Russ, okay, Russ still, Russ is still Russ. Russ may have all his all his flaws, okay, 
but a lot still of adding him Brian and AD. That's because Brian and AD healthy is already enough. It's already enough. So when you add in Russ, okay, now, okay, boom, we just leave Russ alone. Now the the supporting cast is serious though. You know, Malik Monk got a real game to him. Kendrick Nunn got a real game to him. Uh, Wayne Ellington can really shoot. Melo can really shoot the ball. And and Dwight Howard just going to be Dwight Howard. Dwight Howard is all he going to read. Who's playing defense, though? <laughs> Trevor Ariza. <laughs> LeBron, Trevor. too. No, I mean, because yeah, right. you can't. I don't care how old LeBron is. He's still LeBron, so he, he's superhuman. He's going to still be doing what he does. And I'm interested to see Russ. The Russ addition is going to be what I'm going to be watching most. Don't forget, AD should have won defensive MVP when Giannis won. And when then that's the year Giannis got exposed by Jimmy Butler in the playoffs. And 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 AD was locking everybody up all playoffs. So AD still one of the top defenders when he on his shit. And he probably the only dude that can really guard Giannis. Yeah. Who's probably big enough and athletic enough to really like stay with him and be, you know, stay with him. So it's just I just think we got I just think our team is loaded, pause, and you know, that shit is it 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 I just smell championship, man. Championship. We'll see what happens, man. It's gonna be interesting (laughs) to watch. Because uh yeah, they got some names on there. It'd be great to see obviously Carmelo and Russ get one. They uh they probably should have got one at, at some point, especially Russ. Probably should definitely got a ring already. But um, it's going to be fun to watch, man. And, and another team, too, I don't think they're going to win the championship by any means. But one team that is kind of digging themselves out of their uh, out of the, the grave, I guess you would say, is the, the Bulls, man. They kind of made some moves, bringing some guys on. I think they're going to compete a little bit in the East. It'd be kind of fun to see what uh, they got, uh, who they get, Lonzo and then um, DeMar DeRozan. So that's kind of some some nice names for those guys. Um, yeah, no, I was kind of cheering on the Knicks a little bit too. Yeah, and the Bulls made that trade last year with that guy from Orlando who can who. Um, forgot the, the the big guy, big foreign. Oh, I know you're talking about. I can't I can't think of him either. But yeah, he can. Hoop. We'll see. He can re- we'll see what they. And then uh, who, um, Miami just got Kyle Lowry, so that's that's a nice little uh, addition down there. So those guys are going to definitely be competing. And but then they got the lowly ass calves. I don't know what we're gonna do. They're talking about bringing K Love off the bench. They can't trade him. No one's gonna want that contract. That's overinflated. But um, oh, is he man. getting paid? Do you know offhand? Ah uh, man, Something I think ridiculous. a couple years ago they resigned him for like one thirty, one forty. Yeah, he's lost. injury prone as fuck. So they just, you know, no one's gonna want him to to get that to get fifteen minutes, uh, you know, a night off a guy. If that. That ain't worth it. For 130 but, million? Yeah. Yeah. But Cleveland's a football town anyway. So, yeah. it's, uh, you know, uh, and we're gearing up for that. We, we'll uh, we'll touch on I want to see what you think these Vikes are going to be doing. I mean, Aaron just came back to Green Bay. I know everyone else in that division was kind of hoping he was going to dip out, but he's back. So that kind of changes the landscape a little bit. Bears, I mean, you never know. They got the defense. I don't know what Justin Fields is going to be doing. But, uh, I mean, what, what are them Vikings doing, man? Are they going to have a quarterback when the season starts? Kirk Cousins kind of up in the air right now. All kinds of shit, hey, man. I, uh, you know, I everybody dance with the vaccination. So, I just feel like, you know, kind of like any 
else is a personal thing, like whatever your stance is, that's your. But, um, but you know, I respect, I respect it both ways. If you want, if that's what you believe in, you want to get vaccinated and do your thing. If that's not what you believe in and you don't want to get vaccinated, then I feel like that's that should be okay too. And um, I know it's like you know. He the quarterback, he the leader. But I thought, you know, he just kind of stood on what, you know, you know, when it comes to your health and, and shit like that, you know, I think it's kind of different where, you know, people got whatever reasons for, the, you know, whatever. And I'm not going to tell nobody what they should or shouldn't put in their body. Um, that's, you know, just own it. And just I thought he just kind of was just like, look, I'm going to do the, everything. I'm going to follow the protocols. Do it, but if he if he if he uh, if if he don't catch COVID, it's gonna be at least eleven to six, at least. Okay. At least. At least. We got a hard we got a hard schedule, but we're at least eleven and six, and that's and that's low balling us though, because we may have a top five defense, and we already had a top oh. five offense last year. Okay. Okay, so. and we we know we know what one of them six losses we know for sure. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, I'm trying to tell you that our D tackles are real, man. Our D tackle, you're not gonna be able to run. Them. You're not gonna be able to run. Them. At least the first. I'm looking at your schedule right now. We have the best line. The Bengals. We got the big. Yeah, we getting that dub first week. Um, we going Cardinals. Out. I feel like you guys could definitely be Cardinals. Are all, you never know what you get with those guys. They defense trash. Then Seahawks, Browns, that might be a couple of L's. Um, you're gonna beat the Lions. Panthers ain't shit, really. It, yeah, we got bro. We gonna be fucking six and zero. <laughs> we gonna be six. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Stop. Hey, we got. Just give we Dalvin got Cook the ball hundred times a game, man. You guys be set. Hundred times, Jesus. Let's talk. Let's talk about that. For let's talk about who the best running back in the league is. Let's talk. Yeah, about it. we can talk about it. Yeah, we can talk. Sure. Let's talk. He just got a contract extension. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I seen extension. I seen this extension. Right. It's probably Derrick Henry. If we're all being honest. Give me Dalvin. That's Cook. arguable. Give me Dalvin. Cook. You could argue all three of those guys for Dal- Yeah, Dalvin Cook, Nick Chubb, Derrick Henry. That's, uh, they're if, all like. If we're just the, comparing the first tier. First tier right there. Yeah, if we're just comparing those three, Dalvin Cook's three. Ooh. Crazy. <laughs> Crazy. Hey, let me say, Dalvin finished. Vikings have a, a bottom tier offensive line. Bottom tier. Okay, give, give Dalvin that Browns line 2,000 yards. Easy. That's probably true. To be honest, didn't didn't Chubb didn't Chubb almost get a thousand yard his rookie year? Not behind that offensive line, and he still didn't start like the first four weeks. <laughs> All I heard was almost not a thousand, so I don't even I, that isn't even registered. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it he's like he was like ninety eight, you know I believe. I'm gonna I'm gonna be hitting you up. What is it, week four? You said. Please do, please uh, do. We're gonna, put, then, we're gonna put some. Uh, we might have to put a little bread up. Maybe see who gets the most yards. Something. And Chubb get, Chub get the advantage of having getting rest. Y'all don't miss yeah. a beat when Hunt's in the game. It's it's the yeah. same. It's the same monster. Yeah, hundred percent. The line is real, man. It, you guys don't miss a beat 
you guys was your record would still be the same if Chubb goes out. If longest hunt and longest hunt is still there, your your record's still gonna be what it is because you're not gonna miss a beat. Hunt, hunt is that pretty good. Um could get 30 carries a game and still catching the ball like five times a game. That's that's the cause you say you're gonna be coming back once a month. That's the time you better. You need to be over here for that, hundred percent. Well, here, here's some stats. Need to link up for the Vikings Browns game. Yep. Please, we, we, please, please, and I, and we might have to put somebody up, man. Yep. And you got to come. The loser got to come on the other's pod and just, you know, <laughs> oh shit, shit, man. Like, oh, you know, you was right, I was wrong, <laughs> you know. Parade <laughs> But hey, what you gonna do? 100%. Hey, what Thielen and Jefferson? Ward don't want none of that Jefferson smoke. Let me tell oh, you. Oh man, he don't want none of that. He don't want no Jets. You hear that, Dylan? Come on. Jefferson has no one to no throw to him. Hey, the most rookie receiving yards ever, ever fourteen hundred, ever. He is nice. He's real nice. I'll give him. Yeah, yeah. easy. <clears throat> White man, white chocolate is so nice, man. I call I call Thielen white chocolate. <laughs> his, game so, man, his game so saucy, man. I can't wait, man. I can't wait. Do it. Oh yeah, I'm Football gonna be. Baby. Yep. We're gonna we're gonna yeah we'll figure this one out. We're, we're gonna. You gonna do it one. Huh? And we ain't even talk about what you guys can do with what we got because it's uh, yeah, especially on offense. Yeah. Hey, I don't know here, but we are gonna figure something out. <laughs> We're gonna figure. Here, yeah, here flip it, it around. It shit gets scary. So, yeah, fucking monster. But I still think your other corner, or oh, what, what's this fucking name? Oh, um, who always hurt? Uh, Greedy Williams. Greedy. He's not even the starter anymore. It could. Yeah. He ain't Ooh, even. I don't even know where they put baby. him. <laughs> He's like. You probably even be ready to play anyway. He'll be hurt. Man. <laughs> Tell you, greedy gonna get his ass baked out there. I'm trying. Oof, I can't wait to that Browns. Game. I don't, don't, don't shy away from our rookie, first rounder Newsom. Oh man, we gonna we gonna we gonna teach him a thing or two. <laughs> oh, I can't <laughs> wait. Now I'm now I'm now I'm real excited for that one. My accuracy on Madden. What's that? Oh, it got real. It got crickets in here. It got no, I didn't. I didn't catch it. I didn't catch it. What do you say? Her cousin's Madden rating. He has number one um, he, uh, accuracy. He has uh, all, all the quarterbacks. I think his is ranked the highest. But short accuracy? Oh, Check that out. That's crazy. No, like, no. <laughs> Just accuracy <laughs> on man. Hey, Kurt is the only quarterback with six straight years of 25 or more plus touchdowns. Kurt be throwing that thing. Got a block for him. We just got a block for him. He is better than a lot of people give him credit for. I will, I will admit that, but. Yeah, he's it's like them games that he has the meltdowns. Are, it's fucking nuts, but man, yeah, he uh, is. Is but we gotta. Yeah, it's, it, we gonna be all right. We gonna be all right. We got the best. We got a best middle. One of the best middle linebackers in the league with Kendricks. We got Harry out back safety. Harry might be the best safety in the league. We um, got Patrick out there. Come on, man. We about to be here. We'll see. Okay, I can't wait. I can't wait to play the Browns. 
I got a couple food topics, but I can save those for after we we hit the the mill there, Dylan. But before we do that, why don't we run uh, why I do that? Uh, that's another track off of uh, the effects fit all. Like I said, Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your music, hit that. Let's crank that up, and then uh, we'll hit the mill. Love, I put my faith in it, why I do that? I'm gonna get this money, but it's still gonna be one thing I lack. Love, I put my faith in it, why I do that? Give my all to something that I know ain't been loving me back. Love, I put my faith in it, why I do that? I'm gonna get this money, but it's still gonna be one thing I lack. Love, I put my faith in it, why I do that? Give my all to something that I know ain't been loving me back. Love, I put my faith in it, why I do that? Yeah. Yeah, nigga, why I do that? Love, I put my faith in it, why I do that? Yeah, yeah, nigga, uh, why I do that? I put my faith in all my beliefs. I roll my weed and Dutch master leaves. I wanna get away the weed, take me trips like I'm overseas with the Japanese. Just keep it real with a nigga, no acting, please. I'm in my 30s now, maybe that's why all these feelings hurt me now. Feel like Cupid don't want me to win, he wanna murk me now. But fuck it, a nigga die for this love. Got me in the smoking section, getting high for this love. I gave you everything I had, girl, I tried for this love. Oh, yeah, baby. That's why I do that off of the effects of it all. Like I've been telling you, go run that shit up. High quality, everything, top to bottom, start to finish. Um, we got one more that we'll, uh, we'll ride out as the outro, but go ahead and uh, let's hit that mill, baby. <laughs> That's right, baby. Is that the flush song? <laughs> Bringing it back, baby. Come on now. Oh, let's go. Intertwining, baby. Flush. The flush. I'm Lunita Slane in Perrysburg, Ohio. No. Let's bring it back to TSP around the mill with. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. All right. It's so this week, apart. I'm going to start off right off the bat with some great breaking news for TSP. Two years ago today, Bobby. Two years ago today, we struck 500 streams. 500. Today, we're over 12,000 streams. We've hit over 12,000 marks. Let's go, baby. TSP. Love that. Thank you. Thank you to everyone who has been pitched in, uh, helped, um, streamed, followed, etc. Absolutely. Thank you for all the support. That's dope. That's super dope. That's a great way to start it off right there. 100%. 100%. Sounds unbelievable, really. Yeah, just two years ago today, I would have never thought like 500 to 12,000. Um, it's great. It's a great milestone. And I'm just, you know, applaud everyone. Yeah. Bob, you're going to help me with this one. You're my WWE insider. You got to tell me what's going on okay. here. They're, they're dropping people left and right. The big news I saw that caught my eye, Ric Flair. Ric Flair? They're releasing him too? They're in the midst of, they've dumped off quite a few people in the last couple of weeks. Um, What's going on? At least what they're saying. They're, they haven't made any like actual announcements, but a lot of the word is it's a lot of budgetary shit, which I don't know. At the end of the day, it's, that could be the case, I guess. But um, that company makes just so much fucking money. It's just kind of hard to believe because they're even dumping off like um, 
guys that they have down in their performance center, like not even like huge names. So it's not like these people are making big contracts. Most of them are probably making like whatever the minimum, you know, or, or a little bit above that is. And, but they're even dumping some of their big names. Ric Flair, I mean, obviously at his age, he's kind of just more of, of a guy that'll be a part of like storyline and shit. You're not going to see him in the wrestling ring, but right. um, it sounds like he asked for it. So uh, I don't think that he liked that, what they were doing with him um, you to see on him TV and stuff. And then uh, I, I'm, I'm assuming when it comes to him, uh, money talks very loudly. So I'm sure another company maybe stepped in with a big check or another opportunity where he can make you know more money or, or whatever. And obviously a name like that anywhere he goes it's there you know that's going to already bring that uh, that company up you know a notch or two so yeah um it's kind of been shocking a little bit but yeah as far as i know it's there's some kind of budgetary thing and like the, the real big rumor that i've been hearing is that apparently they're they're possibly gearing up to sell the company like the McMahon. so this man might be selling the company but kind of I mean, he's uh, got to be up there in 80 now right straight. Uh, he's got to be close to 80 years old i think so he might be ready to just sell it off and ride off in the sunset, but kind of just would have thought like, he would have uh, gave it to his kid or something. He's got to sacrifice a bunch of people that, because you know that, that's that's obviously the main show. Most people kind of that's their dream, so kind of sucks that uh, those guys are um, without a job. But a lot of those guys will be able to bounce back. There's a lot of a lot of competition out there, companies, so they'll, they'll be all right. But that's that's what I know, man. All right, we appreciate it. Um, and I'm going to actually keep it right here with you and get everyone's intake on this one. But you are the creator of the whole poll system for the, what is it, the fast food sauces? The best fast food sauces? We are now yep. in the Elite Eight, ladies and gentlemen, oh, yeah. of these sauces. So it's getting down to the wire here. Um, a couple of sauces in mind we have in the Elite Eight. We have Chick-fil-A sauce going against some Chick-fil-A honey mustard. As we all know, Chick-fil-A. Thrashing them. Thrashing yeah. Them. yeah. As of right now, it is a whopping twenty-four to five As in that battle. Be. And yeah, I mean, I feel like Chick Fil A in general is kind of overrated. Chick Fil A sauce, the signature sauce for Chick Fil A, sauces just, are good. And that Chick Fil A, that's, that's, yes. that's probably yes. that, and the Polynesian are probably the, the favorites. Yeah. Um, and then the one that's in their bracket that they're gonna meet in the final four is cane sauce. Gonna be cane sauce versus Chick Fil A. Cane sauce is just beating the shit out of. Uh, Chick-fil-A garlic herb ranch so um that those those are going to be two monsters but that's Wag. what you're going to see in the final four you're see four uh four titans so Dude, eventually big Mac you have sauce to like... too. I mean we're going Big Mac sauce is threshing that BK zesty sauce that kind of stuff. I'm a big fan of the BK zesty with the with the onion rings it's like one of my favorites but yeah that's a 19 sauce, to 9 that's, 19 that's a classic. to 9 and um the closest one of the day is uh, we have the Chick Fil A Polynesian sauce versus the Taco Bell nacho cheese, and as of right now, uh, the nacho cheese is up three votes. So that one's going to come down to the wire, I think, for, to go see who goes to the final four. It's getting testy out there. It's and not in all the battles, but in some of the battles, it's getting pretty testy. Um, but as we all predicted, Chick Fil A is probably going to be going to the championship game. Uh, what's their road to the championship game looking like? Yeah, they took out cane sauce, man, which is pretty popular oh. around the way here. Uh, Joe's Have the only to. person I know that doesn't like it for some reason. I but, told you, uh, it's not that I don't it. like it; it's overrated. So what? Okay, so what? I what like would it. You, I do enjoy. What it. would you rate it? Seven. Okay. Honestly, I like if I'm dipping something. I like that. Uh, 
the herb ranch from uh chick-fil-a well that's not gonna win that's gonna get stomped out yeah it's getting stomped out right now but my secret my <laughs> secret well. winner is the nacho cheese yeah, taco. I mean, yeah. It's my secret winner. No doubt. I, uh, I mean, Smith, man, when it comes to, I don't know if you're a big fast food guy, but if you know, if you stop and get nuggets, whatever, dipping sauces, uh, you know, throw us a top three, man. Three sauces. Um, okay, I'm fucking with Popeye Sweet Heat. Okay. How about their Black and Popeye's, Ranch? Okay, and Black, yeah, Black and Ranch is fire too. He knows. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he was pumped about that. Yeah, Dylan's all about that black and ranch. I've never had it, but he says it's pretty, pretty solid. Yeah, yeah, no, I fuck with it. It's fire. Um, so I for both of them, and probably the Polynesian from the Chick Fil A. Yeah, that's a classic, man. Classic. I can respect it's, those. Yeah, yeah, no. It, I came a long way from the McDonald's barbecue, man. <laughs> Which even that man, that, major that, upgrade. their barbecue sauce is good shit. I got a, I got another one. Got to go. Food uh, little thing that we'll get into after uh, we hop out of the mill. But keep going, Dylan. Yeah, let's round it up here around the mill. It's a full circle effect as we go around the mill completely here with Dill. But an Apple update that might scare some people here. They have a new parental control feature that is going to be scanning messages now for nudity. More specifically, like child pornography, it's like more of a safety feature that I see could definitely go wrong, especially with how smart hackers are. And I feel like big tech companies just don't give the credit that uh, to these hackers of like their brains, man, because they're fucking smart. And it could possibly uh, be more of like a, a bad thing than a good thing. Like the good intention well, feature. That, seems I didn't. To be bad. That's the first I've heard of that, man. The guys that got the baby dicks, they're gonna get their girls sent to jail because if the Apple is gonna scan that and be like, "What the <laughs> fuck?" And uh, the, the girls are gonna get sent to jail, even though they're they're talking to grown men. So that, yeah, <laughs> definitely could go. Uh, go what left. do you think? What do you Matt, think your was angle that was thought of? But <laughs> what was that, Joe? That's interesting, man. I mean, that's I mean, that's good, I guess. I don't really know. I think once you get past a certain age, you don't. I don't know. That's like a that's like a Snapchat. I don't even know it anymore, actually. To be honest, that's crazy though because it's like, you know, we were we grew up um, passing notes and shit to girls and shit. Yep. Like now it's like they they probably send nudes. Like that's what you, I can just yeah. That's crazy, with, isn't it? And like that's just what. That's fucking just wild, like the times that we're in, you know what I mean? Like, but no, I'm shit. Like, you don't want to get me down that fucking rabbit hole. Right. <laughs> Stay <laughs> out my phone, man. I feel like, man, whoever decided to put. I ain't gonna, I ain't look, you know what? I'm gonna save it. Oh, <laughs> dude, you're about oh. to. Oh, man. Cliffhanger. You can't, yeah, now we're on a cliffhanger. <laughs> hey, gotta throw it out. Hey, no, seriously, though. Okay, early on, especially early on before they started making all of this like camera space where you can just record like hours on your phone. The person who decided to put video recordings on the phone had to be a little freak. Had to be a freak. Had to be on shit because it's like it was only like 20 seconds worth of fucking footage back then. Like when it first came, you can only record maybe up to like a minute. You know, that's a little smart clip. That's a smart clip. That's all yep. that is. You, know? <laughs> like, you got a point. 
my clear. You just click. You didn't watch about about six minutes of like eight different months and eight. I'm yeah, sorry. it's all grainy and shit. So you got to look at, you got to squint at it. I'm not hundred percent sure what you're looking at back then on, on the flip phone Bro. cams, but yeah. And it was, cause it wasn't like you, you were recording like graduations and shit on that. Like who the fuck yeah. was doing? <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, the big dog. Yeah, yeah. you had, yeah, the you had. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, on your shoulder. Flip through it. <laughs> yeah. You imagine? Remember what thing, man. Is- yeah, this this generation now. I mean, we're all we're all old, man. But these guys now, no one really has to buy a camera. Yeah, you can just fucking pop your phone up and record all the big yeah. events. Yeah, yeah. Back in our day, you had to make sure you had the batteries on deck, the little fucking tapes, the backups. Yeah, run out of them tapes, you're fucked. <laughs> yeah, wild. Wow. Tape was probably yeah, like twenty minutes of probably footage tops. <laughs> That's wild. When's that going to affect though, Dylan? Um, see, I didn't get the date on is that, that. Is that just like on a new iOS update? I don't, think it's, update. It's, I don't even know September. if it's like a for sure thing, but it might have been something that's tossed around uh, that could be in effect. I, I just remember waking up because I wake up with, uh, so I, I think I go to bed with the Olympics on. So I wake up to like morning news and I saw that one of their like head storylines that they were kind of featuring that they were going to talk about. So I didn't catch the full story because I had to dip out for work, but I saw that. I had to jot it down in the notes, and it was, an, it was basically definitely something I could see a good intention from Apple, but many different angles that you can view it as not being. I mean, you know, your phone already kind of already creeps on you, right? Like well, if you go into your yeah. photos and go to search, just type in "bra," see what happens. Do it. Oh, boom! They all show up. It already knows what's in there. I don't think it's a hacker thing if you're worried about that. If they're getting on your phone, they're in your phone. Yeah. Go do it. Right now. Mm. Yeah, in, in, I in mean, my shit's pretty clean, but uh, it does, I mean. So it basically, I mean, at least you know you it. Search it for that. That's interesting. You can categorize, yeah. like, by searching something. Oh, look at him laughing. Through, what happened? What's <laughs> on your phone, man? <laughs> Wild, right, bro? You just oh, want to throw I'm your phone. Too worried about ah. <laughs> I can throw this phone. <laughs> what magic, right? What magic did you just show me? <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> that's, that's my point here. I guess is what I'm trying to uh, say is that like they might be saying it's one thing, but I mean, it's obviously your phone's already capable of doing these things. What is it actually doing? What is this update actually going to be opening the doors to? Sure. I mean, these phones, yeah, I mean, they're, already, they're already spying on us. You right, know. right. But that, that's so. it for Around the Mill, baby. There it is. I got uh, two little food things, and I got one more question. We'll get you out of here, Smith. But last couple of weeks, we've kind of done this little one-gotta-go type deal, um, food-related. This one's pretty easy for me, This, but I, it kind of just popped up on uh, one of my feeds, and it was getting a lot of uh, comments and shit. But one-gotta-go. Cheesecake, Oreo, seafood, Coca-Cola. It's easy for me, man. I'm I'm I'm, I'm pulling Coca-Cola. I'll, I'll survive. Um, I'm One a big time. cheesecake fan. Huge. It's uh cheesecake, Oreos, Coca-Cola, and seafood. Oreos can go. Okay. I like. I I'm, I I I had a Mexican Coke out here, man. <laughs> and bro, changed my different. life. 
Yep. They hit oh completely different, especially with yep. some tacos. Bro, you get a in a nice cold bottle, man. You man, that Mexican Coke, bro. It, it's not and I, and I and I'm not trying to be like you know stereotypical. Like it's actually called a Mexican Coke. Like it's from it's imported from right. Mexico. Right. Oh yeah, yeah. You're right. It's yeah. So it's like real sugar and shit. Fucking fire, man. So yep. or you know I ain't gonna hold you. All the different variations of it, man. Like they kind of like they cheated themselves. Cause it's like you had the chocolate and the vanilla, and that's all you needed. That's all you needed. You know, I feel like all the different, you know, Valentine's ones and all, you know, it's just like you kind of made yourself kind of corny. Like it's kind of like you could have just stayed classic, like the ice cream sandwich. Ice cream sandwich is classic. It's never oh, yeah. Oh, it's just a classic, you know, snack. You ain't got to do too much. And you start throwing, like, cookie batter, ice cream sandwich. It's like, man. <laughs> yeah. What? It's a win. It's a win. Like, you, you, I don't know why you just don't want the win. But um, I fuck with, I'm a big seafood guy, bro. Like, I oh, love, yeah. I love crab legs, lobster, all this, shark, man. So, I'm, I'm big on that. And what was the other? Oh, yeah, cheesecake. All types of cheesecake. All day I, I, long. All day long, bro. I would love to n- learn how to make cheesecake at home. Like, yeah. that would. That's gonna be my next little dessert. I'm gonna try to learn, man, for the holidays this year. Cheesecake. Remember this. Remember I said this, Bob, and then asked me like six months. Like, did you make that fucking cheesecake? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I will. I will, man. And I'll be. I'm gonna be disappointed if you didn't. Hey, I please pay me till I do. But um, uh, Dylan, what are you? What are you knocking out? Um, Oreos have to stay. I've been on, and that's just more pie. A, hey, I, I know that I knew that was going to be the case for you. You've been on a kick. Yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely been on a kick. Um, I have to say, I'm, I'm a little bit on the fence with what you were saying, uh, Jay Smith, because I kind of enjoy some of the other flavors a little bit. The, the peanut butter okay. one is pretty good. And I noticed it has, I that think, never- one more, one more gram of protein as well. So a little bit more healthy. <laughs> I guess. There you go. <laughs> Healthy Oreos. I've heard it all. No, but uh, there's definitely some trashy ones out there as well. So I can I, I can see your point. They have too many. They could stick to maybe like within like three to five and don't go any more than that. Maybe have your like limited edition holiday ones, uh, you know, because everyone does that. So I, um, I, I'm on the fence with that. But I'm going to have to go with Coca-Cola. As I love cheesecake. Just my experience at Cheesecake Factory alone probably keeps cheesecake in this Discussion because mm. uh, I absolutely love that place. Going to be going there here soon, hopefully in the next couple weekends. Um, oh yeah, but and then the the other one, seafood. I'm not huge on seafood. I don't like sushi as much, even though Nagoya sushi is phenomenal. And I'm sure there's other sushi out there I haven't tried yet that I will enjoy. Um, but yeah, I just absolutely love seafood in the sense of like crab legs, lobster, and some other yes, other types of fish like tilapia. There it is. Joe, round it out, man. What are you, uh, you taking out? Coca-Cola can piss off. <laughs> yeah. uh, that's it, man. Same. You know, shrimp. I like all sorts of... I'm like Bubba Gump when it comes to shrimp. I like it all. Yeah. Sorts of ways. That's my... Yeah, man. I like Absolutely, that. Absolutely, man. Um, I mean, Coke. I was never a Coke guy. You know what I mean? Pepsi boy. But I don't drink it anymore, so easy 
Easy peasy. Yeah. Give I mean, me some I, weird I, Oreos. I Coke, but I, I got to have them other ones. But uh, I'm down for the weird Oreo we, flavors. we though. always like to do when we got guests on is uh, get some of your favorite dishes, uh, spots, whatever, out, out your way that you like to. I remember at one point, uh, I think it was on the day one show, you were talking about, at, I think it was, you were, at first you were struggling to find some good some good eatery spots around the way. I was wondering if you finally uh, found a few that, you know, you hit up on the regular or, or what are you still struggling out there? Man, it's now for, I mean, if you want any type of Mexican food, it's, you can find that anywhere, you know, and it's just so many spots. It's kind of like, and you know, don't get me wrong. Every spot is not the same, but, it's all in the same part. You know, maybe this taco was an eight. Maybe this one was a seven. Maybe this one was a, you know, it's all like in the same little area. So you're not really, but for restaurants, man, it's some definitely cool restaurants out here in Phoenix. Um, if, um, and one taco, taqueria, what I would recommend is called El Fondoro. El Fondoro. And um, they have a burrito taco. Uh, man, they, with this burrito taco, and they have this uh, this thing stuff called kasume, and it's like a soup broth, and you dip your taco in it. Oh man, it's amazing! Yeah. It's amazing! It's uh, and like in the broth, it has like meat in it, and like some corn, it's, and it's spicy, a lot of spices in it, and you just dip your taco. And if you want to, love that. Oh man, it's it's amazing with some. With some refried beans and rice on the side. Uh, you come to Phoenix, yeah, I definitely have you eating some great Mexican, man. Uh, so, uh, Dylan, you brought up sushi. He wasn't a, uh, wasn't the biggest sushi guy. Anyone ever tried Mexican sushi? I, I no, know that was a thing. Huh. Yeah, so the, yeah, yeah, they have their own like variation of sushi, and it's it's like sushi, but it's cooked. Okay. And, pretty good man like it's pretty good like i won't like i remember i want to have me i, I want to say i had it like earlier this year and i was like wow it's because it's like i said it's and it's the same kind of concepts but it's cooked and it's like different kind of sauces on it but it's it's it still was pretty good um so if you ever get a chance a chance to try some like you know see what that shit is like mexican what uh mexican sushi back, i mean I don't know if maybe they're still open today. I don't know, maybe not. But uh, about maybe a spot um, from around the way over here, Cleveland. What was one of your favorite joints out here? One of my favorite joints. Um, I would if I because you know, I was back home just not so long ago. So if I recommend a back a joint, I recommend Sub City. I, Sub City got some good food. Sub City okay. is in Hikes and and in. Orangeville Heights, but anyway, Sub City they offer all types of like from like so oh they they offer these soul rolls. So just imagine like a like a Chinese um, what's those things called the um, what's the little like not the main part of when you get a Chinese meal, but like the little about an egg roll, egg egg fucking roll. So. <laughs> Uh, so just imagine like an egg roll, but it's filled with like shrimp and potato, Ooh. like what different stuff, and, or like chicken, and you know it's just and it's and it's called a soul roll, and it got like sauce on. Oh man, like that sounds incredible. 
and it's like ten dollars, you know, and you know something, something reasonable. I'll be looking for the cheap eats, you know, the yeah. cheap eats. That's, that's the way to my heart, man. Because <laughs> if I spent twenty dollars for some chicken, I feel like I got got. I'm like, man, this how you spot it's chicken, like it's fried chicken. Why am I spending eighteen ninety nine for a fried chicken? Yeah. But if you spend ten dollars, you'd be like, oh, I, you feel satisfied, and your pockets didn't take the hit, so you like. You feel good. You like, man, I just, I'm fucking great. I spent $10 on a great meal, you know, <laughs> $20 on that same meal. You'd be like, man, I feel like I just, I should be more full. I should be more satisfied and shit like that. So I, um, I'm definitely always going to support the good cheap eats. Like if you can find some good cheap eats, like, um, if you're into Slimans in Cleveland, they got great corned beef sandwiches, um, uh, you know, get some nice on the rye and some Swiss on there. It'd be pretty good, man. So, um, are you a you a big cook guy, uh, Bob? You be cooking? Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm always I'm always cooking up, man. That's just one thing I like to do. I run this little page on Facebook called Grillers and Thrillers, and we're always just posting stuff we make, and it's a pretty fun little little page. Kind of breaks up the usual bullshit that you see on your news feeds. But yeah, yeah, yeah. man, I love to cook and. Um. Yeah, man. Absolutely. And we last week last week we were just talking about how we like going to you know the, the smaller mom and pop shops because one yeah you're gonna pay less than you are than a place with a name and ninety nine percent of the time the food is gonna be way better. So yeah, that was absolutely. Yeah. That was look. my theory. The smaller yep. the shack, the better the product. Yeah. And Cheaper too. Sometimes. Sometimes. Yeah, <laughs> most. Most. I should say. I see you whipping up on the IG stories once in a while, man. So it looks like you got um, some skills. I mean, I, uh, my pops been convincing me to get a smoker. He's like, man, you need a smoker, man. Yeah, man. And I'm like, I love me some smoked brisket, bro. So, dude, yeah. If I, yes. Yeah. If I can get me some, uh, good smoker, man, that's, that's going to be one of my next. I got thing. one, man. It's, that's definitely, it's, oh, I yeah, mean, it's time staking, but it's obviously it's worth it every time. You should, uh, okay, yeah. yeah. Give him last week's gotta go. That'd be interesting then. Oh, oh yeah. Um, let me see that was brutal. Real quick. Real quick huh? We'll get you out of here. It was um, bad, dude. It was uh, yeah. one gotta go. Ribs, steak, burgers, brisket. Damn. Hey, I love all and of them. I, and the th- me too. I love them all. And you might not like my answer, but I, I personally said brisket. Cause I I ain't losing steaks. I I love a good burger, and then I love I love ribs, man. Like, I mean, yeah, what's, brisket's what's great. What's ribs but... at the end of the day compared to the steak? But ribs compared I... to a steak? Yeah, I'm taking steak. No, all no, day, and they're all great. But ooh, but I like. No, I think I'm I'm with you, Bob. Like I love brisket, but I probably that's probably gonna be the one that's gonna have to. Yeah, be... it's gonna suck, but the other three you can't can't live without. No way. Yeah, no, I'm with you. I'm with you. But I fuck with I fuck <laughs> with brisket though. Yeah, man. Get you a For smoker. Sure. I'm so I'm gonna be checking that one. I'll give you a little more time on six months though. Let's get some cheesecakes going. Oh, smokers. Cheesecake. For sure. You no, know, um, I'm gonna get. It. I'm gonna be checking up on that because that's that's something definitely you gotta have both those in your life. But I gotta ask a question. I didn't ask the last time you were on the show, but it's a yeah. question we ask every guest at the end of each interview. Uh, and that is knowing what you know today. What is one thing you would tell your eighteen-year-old self? 
you know, I'm about to get heavy with it, Bob. You, you sure hey, you want please. to? Please, please. Yeah, right. man. Of course. We, I love that shit. All right. I could tell myself, bro, just to be real with you, man, it would be just to um, probably just to love myself and stay focused. You know what I mean? To continue to love myself more than I, you know, have. And you re- you don't, you know, you think you love yourself, but then you do certain shit and you treat yourself certain ways or you treat others certain ways. And that's, to me, that's a sign of like a person that's not truly, fully loving themselves, fully because I feel like most people, unless you just wicked, got good in them. You know what I mean? So if you giving some type of anything that's not in your spirit out in the universe, you know what I mean? You just got to love yourself more, man. And like, you know, shit, I was going through shit. You know, my mother was on dope. Uh, shit, I, you know, I was in BG. And by the time I was in BG, Bob, I was just over that shit. I was, what, 17 in BG, and I was just getting over that shit, like, really, like, okay, I'm grown now, whatever. But that shit was still, like, the effects, the effects of it all, bro, was still, was still on. It was still on me. It was like, you know, I created certain, certain things within myself to cope, to deal with whatever the realities of life was, and, and, um, you know, shit, bro. And I, like, if I could tell my so something's like, Brad Smith, man, you're gonna be all right, bro. Just love yourself, man. Continue to love yourself, man, and value yourself, you know what I'm saying, fully. So, because I think you know, everything is in the mind, man. If you if you think you're a king and you think that you are a good person and you and you really believe that, and I think you're gonna do everything you can to do that, man, you know what I mean? Like, you ain't gonna people don't feel good about them. You know, that's be a reflection of them lives, of their lives. But if you feel good about yourself, man, you love yourself, that shit going to translate into your life, man. Now that I'm grown, I'm older, man, shit, you know, uh, that, you know, I just be trying to be just more patient and kind with myself and others, man, because I know how the realities and how harsh life can get. So um, I would tell my 18 self, man, love yourself, nigga, and be bro, because everything going to be good. Respect, man. I like that a lot. I think a lot of us uh, could definitely say the same thing to our younger self because um, I, I think along the way on those little journeys, we're all on. Probably done a lot of stupid shit and probably told, you know, you know, because everyone kind of talks to themselves and shit. I, yeah. uh, you know, I said some things to yourself that probably, uh, you know, you, you regret a little bit, but I like that answer. I like that answer a lot. I knew you were going to come with it. Something, uh, on the deeper end, worse, man. You know, I, I like that. I like that a lot. But, um, Smith, man, thank you for coming on. We, uh, we've been looking forward to this for weeks. Um, obviously it won't be the last time, you know, once, once you drop the next one, we'll bring you right back. Um, and all that good stuff. And we'll always always be checking in. You're always gonna get support from TSP, 100 of the way, every time, man. Um, good ass dude, and uh, it was great to catch up and, and, and kind of be able to see eye to eye, speak that way. Um, keep going up, man. All love and week four, Brown taking that fucking L, man. Not a chance. Not a chance. No way. Outside of that, though, man. Outside of that, we, uh, we all love you here on TSP, man. Uh, like I said, very much appreciate your time. Uh, we're gonna be banging this, this tape, you know, uh, all the rest of the summer and came for the next one. 
uh, pair of aces too, all that shit. So let's keep going. And like you said, hopefully uh, we can set some up to where we can all link up when we come out here. Uh, you know, do it upright, man. Let's make it happen. But uh, the effects of it all, Jay Smith, like I said, go run that up. You know what I'm saying? Uh, let them know uh, you heard it here on TSP. And, uh, you know, support, you know, support the local artists just like you support us and help us build this shit up brick by brick. But uh, that was episode 118. Dylan, you know what time it is, baby. Yes, sir, baby. Yes, sir. Wrapping it up here on 118 TSP. Be sure to go check out the effects of it all on all platforms. Hit them with a follow. Hit us with a follow. TSP. That's that Talking Shop Pod. We'll be here next week. Have a wonderful week. Yeah, it get real in the field. You get sent home to Jesus like you're clicking your heels. We ain't-